This is season four of Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast, where I talk about life after divorce with a playful perspective. Are you ready to turn the D in divorce into daring discoveries, decadent delights, and delectable desires? Then don't delay. Join me for today's episode. It's time to indulge in your delicious new life after divorce. All right, friend, it is Podcast Wednesday, season four, fresh new episodes. And today you and I are going to have some exciting discoveries on the podcast. Before I share more about the episode topic, I just want to say Mike and I are having so much fun with you this season. So I want to thank you for being playful and indulging with us in these out-of-the-box conversations that we're having on Life After Divorce. It's just so much fun to be on this journey with you. So thank you. If you are loving season four too, we would be so grateful if after today's episode, you would go on iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a scrumptious review that would make our day and, and give the podcast even more of a boost because we are hearing from you and other listeners how much this content is giving back to you after divorce. And we want we want this content to get out to the world even bigger and broader. So if you could help us out by doing that, it'd be amazing. Okay. What if, what if I told you there was a unique roadmap of sorts that could guide you and give you some focus on, on next steps and some direction uh, around life after divorce, and also would give you some insight on love and relationships. Would that be good news for you? Would you get excited about that? Well, then you are going to love today's episode about astrology and divorce. My guest today, style coach, author, and astrology guide, Nicole Richman, she's going to share how astrology can help you find your footing after divorce. That's right. You and I are going to look to the stars and we're going to discover our own star power on today's episode. Plus, after the interview, I have a little happy surprise for you. Listen for that after my chat with Nicole. All right, let's start this magical conversation with Nicole's Two Spicy Facts. Two Spicy Facts. All the way from Geneva, Switzerland today, Nicole, I am, I'm giddy to talk to you. I'm, I had a hard time sleeping last night. I'm like, what is she going to say? What is she going to tell us about the stars? <laughs> but before we get to all of that deliciousness, the astrology big three is very tantalizing. I want you to share your two spicy facts. Two spicy facts about me. Let's see. I'm a self-proclaimed shoe addict. I have over a well over a hundred pairs of shoes and another thing that people um yeah you definitely wouldn't know this about me just looking at me um i have 13 tattoos and i am uh, making an appointment to get the 14th one very soon oh you are much braver than i am okay back to the shoes okay can you describe your spiciest pair of shoes well this is definitely the like the centerpiece like in the center of my closet they are Pink Swarovski crystals, the whole entire shoe. It's like Cinderella. Wow. I should have worn Barbie, but yeah, I didn't right. think about those. Um, yeah, I should have worn those for my Barbie shoes. Um, so they have like a four inch, um, kind of rather chunky heel. Their T-strap in the middle is like a little mother of pearl right on the toe. They're gorgeous. They're Gucci and they are, what year is this? It's 2023. So they're like 23 years old. 
They are definitely like a collector's item. I've worn and you them wear maybe. them. You wear them around I Geneva, Switzerland. Um, I've worn them like six times. Okay. Like, I'd yeah, be too scared to wear those shoes. Yeah. I'd be falling um, on my face. <laughs> they're gorgeous. And but I actually, when I always, when I wear them, I'm usually, I wear them with jeans because it's like a lot of big, a pink. They're the big shoe. show. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. That, that is the outfit. Like that is definitely the outfit. So I'm usually wearing it with like something very relaxed. If you um, haven't like, uh, learned already just from this little snippet listener, Nicole is a fashionista stylist, but we'll get to that later in the episode. Now these tattoos. Okay. Just quickly. I have learned through dating men who have a lot of tattoos that tattoos are clues, Nicole. They are clues. For example, I dated this one guy. He had a lone wolf on his chest. That was a clue. I dated another guy. He had the word heartbreaker on his chest. Mm, Another clue. Okay. (laughs) So Um, so what what would your tattoos tell us about you? My tattoos, well, they're very discreet. Like I said, you, you would only see that I have tattoos like in the summertime where it's, you know, like maybe a sundress or, you know, something sleeveless or definitely at the beach in a bikini, you will see. But other than that, if you saw me, met me, you would not think, oh, she has 13 tattoos. Um, they are little clues um, about me, but yeah, def- more about my personality. I don't have any lone wolf or a heartbreaker. Um, the, last tattoo, <laughs> the last tattoo I got was actually, um, I'm a cancer rising. I know we're going to get into astrology later and I'm ruled by the moon. So I got the moon, the phases of the moon with the, um, the constellation of cancer. That was the last tattoo I got last summer. Okay. So Ooh. yeah, they're little pieces. I get them um, when I travel. So they're kind of souvenirs for me of the place where I got them and just the kind of like a memento of that moment in my life. Souvenirs you're never going to lose. That's smart. No, no, I like I'd how never... you think. Like how you think. Well, that was a, it was fun to indulge in your spicy facts. Okay, now we're going to indulge in some star-studded conversation. You know, I found your article in Hello Divorce about astrology and how astro- astrology empowers one's future after divorce, and I loved it. Listener, you have to you have to read this article. You'll want to meet Nicole immediately. Like I wanted to meet her immediately. I think it was like midnight and I'm on the gram. I'm like, Nicole, I got to find her. I'm going to find her. And I, I DM'd you right away and you responded. I woke up that morning so excited. It's an amazing article and this is going to be a fascinating episode. Well, first of all, I, I want to say one reason I was so excited was because I believe, and maybe you can agree, Nicole, that divorce gives us the opportunity to think bigger. And that's what this conversation is going to be all about. I mean, that is my my motto and one of my core beliefs is that your marriage is over, not your life. It's a new chapter. It's a blank a book with blank pages and you get to write it, you get to create it, you get to build it, you get to own it. It's exciting. I mean, once you get through all the initial shock, drama, the chaos, the toxicity of going through divorce and all of those things, once you get out on the other side... Um, that's where the good stuff that's happens. All that's the deliciousness that's, starts yeah, to unfold. Starts I know. To I love really it. Really good. Yeah. That's so where it gets good. How can astrology, for the listener, I've read the article, but the listener obviously mm-hmm. hasn't, or maybe she has or he has, but for the listener, how can astrology help you find your footing after divorce? The way I look at it, I think of it like a roadmap or like the GPS, like I say in the article, it's like the GPS of your soul. I love it's, that, by the way. I love, I was like <laughs> writing all these quotes down from that article. It's like the first, your first selfie, your birth chart is which is what I look at uh, when I work with clients is I look at their birth chart. And that is 
the original selfie. It is a snapshot of where the planets were in the sky at the exact moment that you were born. And everyone has all the planets in their chart. Everyone has all 12 of the zodiacs represented in their chart. And so this is just like the language of the stars. And it can help you understand yourself. It's like a map. If you want to go drive cross country from DC to California, you would most likely in this day and age, put in your GPS, grab a map so you can figure out the best route to get there. So looking and understanding your birth chart is just that tool to help you understand and help you navigate your life a little easier. Now, everyone has free will. It's what's written there is there but you can do absolutely whatever you want. Nothing is written in stone and blood. So listener, this is what is going to be so interesting today. So Nicole, I gave her my my date of birth, my uh, the location city, and I was born in Canada. So I was born in Dauphin, Manitoba and the time of day. And now she is going to walk us through my chart with the big three. What are the big three um, again? So the big three are your sun sign, which is what most people are familiar with when they think of astrology, yes. your Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, Leo. So that's kind of entry level. And that's your sun sign. And that your sun sign is your identity. It's uh, your personality. And the placement in your chart speaks to where you're meant to shine in your life. That's what the sun is meant to do is meant to shine. So Wherever it is in your chart, that's an area of your life where, um, where you will shine, let's say. Then you have your rising sign, which is also known as your ascendant. And this is the, the persona, if you will. It's like the, let's say, the mask that you wear, like when you go out of the door, when you go out of your house in the morning. This is how you greet people. This is how people meet your energy. So that it could be something completely different from your sun sign. It could be the same. But this is the first impression that you will make on someone, you'll give them this vibe, your rising sign. And then lastly, you have your moon sign, which is, it's very private. People, most people wouldn't know this about you. They couldn't say, oh, that's her Aquarius moon showing off. It's, that would be someone that knows you intimately, that lives with you, your partner, your ex-partner, family, um, close friends, relatives, people that are in your immediate space, because that speaks to your emotions, um, your emotional needs, your physical needs, how you like to be nurtured and how you like to nurture others. So this can, that's like that feeling when you come on, come home after work and you like take the shirt off, take the shoes off, take your clothes off, put your comfy jammies on. And this is how you are. And, you know, when you feel safe and when you feel secure, like in your environment. So those are the three, those they call the big three in astrology. Okay. So we're going to take my big three today. I'm going to put mm -hmm. myself out yeah. there. I'm so curious. <laughs> <laughs> and learn how this information can help me with my life after divorce. We're kind of framing yeah. it that way. Yeah. So we're, so it's like this information, um, like when you wind to start over. So it's a good after divorce or after any, you know, you, you can check into your astrology anytime, but after divorce, it kind of gives you that check-in. Like when you, you know, are having questions of like self-doubt or self-confidence or like what happened or what went wrong or what did I do wrong? Or so it's just like, having this information to go back to. And so you can look and say, okay, well, this is where we started. This is where you are now. And this is kind of where you want to go or where you should be kind of leaning towards and how, what's the best path? What's the best way to get there? That's like, if you're driving and you know, there's a pothole coming up, you're not going to run through it. You're going to like, oh, there's a pothole. Well, so I've let definitely me definitely run through a few potholes <laughs> post-divorce. <laughs> but you know, when you're, when I you're not coming to call and I yeah. do not move out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> 
the, the, well, it's free. Your free will. You knew the pothole was there. And you <laughs> no, it's not I needed a new tire after those potholes, but I learned a lesson there, or two. There or may three. be consequences or lessons, but yes. you know, if you knew the pothole was there and you still decide to drive over it, then you know you you see it what happens. happens. You get a new tire, right? Lessons were learned, yes. and you know, and, and that's and that's the most important thing. Well, yeah. So you're an Aquarius sun. So an Aquarius, you know, likes to march the beat of their own drum and it's a science and air sign. So it's very, you know, mental, the intellect, it's very important, exchanging ideas. An Aquarius is really big into the collective. It's like improving the group, always kind of with this kind of group mentality of what is good for humanity. It's kind of this broad vision, sometimes to the detriment of your own, not your own self, but like some personal you sometimes your personal interpersonal relationships because you can be so like global minded that you can kind of forget the people or the things that are actually closer and right up. And I, I made another note that, and you said this a lot is outside of the box, thinking outside of the box, yes. thinking, you know, finding an innovative way to, to do something or improve something. So it's like, you know, you're not going to reinvent the wheel, but maybe you're like, okay, well, this could be, if it could spin a little bit like this, it might be better. You're, you know, wanting to improve and innovate and things. So yeah, definitely thinking outside of the box is I think a, a, a great catchphrase for you. And you're very um, methodical, let's say, like, it's like you're a lot of times you can be more in your head than in your heart. And so you have to, it's a good, um, it'll be a balance to work on de- processing your emotions, dealing with the emotion, feeling the feels and getting sometimes out of your, your head and kind of getting down and into your heart, into the body. That could be um, something that, you know. And, and that seems be- like more of a, a universal experience. I know a lot of people, many different signs are maybe more in their head. I've met a lot of, well, in dating, I've met a lot of men who also can be more in their head, but it seems like that is something I have to pay more attention to. I agree. I over okay. I overthink. I'm very analytic, so absolutely, yeah, so that's I'm so very that's, analytic, yeah, and it, yeah, it gets in my way. Nicole, <laughs> just ask my therapist. It gets in my way. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, so it's um. Yeah, so sometimes that can give you like this air, maybe a little bit removed, a mm. little bit aloof, little because you're just kind of like looking at this like bigger picture and you're kind of taking a step back. You are like that cool, calm, like kind of not calculated, but you're like looking at it from a, you know, a global instead of other signs that are more like in the heart and the emotions and can't separate that and can't see the forest for the trees. You're like have this like kind of step back wider perspective. So that's Aquarius sun. Okay. Well, we talked about my sun sign now. So what is my rising sign? Rising. So you are a Capricorn rising and this is like the boss running a business. Oh, um, yes. I'm a business owner. (laughs) Kind of like the CEO and you're pragmatic. You're the one that's like, I'll handle it. I'll, I got this. I'm going to jump in. I'll fix it. I'll, I got this. Let me I prefer to do this. You prefer to do it your way, the right way. You prefer to just get it done. And it could have been that maybe even from a young age, I don't know if you have siblings, but maybe you looked after them or even some of the your caregivers. You were always kind of like, not an old soul, but people looked up to you and you kind of took on responsibilities. You are uh, responsible. And this is in Capricorn. And this is in Capricorn. Okay. So this is very this is very you have you set a goal and it's like this is the goal I'm going to do there it might take you time 
it might take you, but you're going to be constantly, steadily working on it, uh, methodically getting there. And once you get there, it's like, yes, I am the boss. I'm running. I have this empire. I'm the CEO of my life. And you're very kind of take charge. I won't say no nonsense, but you're you you're earth. It's a it's an earth sign. So you're like salt of the earth. You're reliable. You are. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. It's like an organized, methodicalness um, about you. And I love Capricorns. I have a lot of Capricorns in my life. You do? Very drawn to Capricorns. They're earthy and grounded and calm and predictable. (laughs) Exactly. And I don't always, I usually don't feel that way. I kind of like that my rising sign is a Capricorn. I can't wait to tell my Capricorn friends and shock them. You're like, have this wisdom about you. And as you get older, you might, you might have noticed, you might have like this kind of Benjamin Button effect, like as if you're getting, you're maybe feeling younger or even looking younger um, and feeling more energized the the older you get. So kind of like aging in reverse. So this, um, I think divorce was a catalyst for that too. Yeah. Right. I can definitely, I'm not a Capricorn, but I, I, can definitely, <laughs> I can definitely understand that for, for sure. So that is your rising sign. Are you looking for more support after divorce? If you like experiencing new things and meeting like-minded people, then join the Divorced and Happy Meetup group. We have fun get-togethers every few months and there's no fee to join. Presently, there are meetup groups in the Twin Cities, Chicago, and Denver. Look for the links to the groups in my show notes and visit divorcedandhappy.net for more information. Now for your moon sign, your moon sign is in Virgo. Okay. So your moon sign is in Virgo. I have a lot of Virgo friends too. This is so fascinating. It makes sense now. I'm attracted to those two signs because they're within me. Yep. And so Virgo is also going to have this um, kind of calm, cool, kind of collected grace under pressure. You're very um, self-sufficient and you are kind of multitasking. You can do, you're doing a bunch of different things, have several things on your plate, but you will handle them kind of with ease and grace and just kind of make it look effortless. And there is that the tendency kind of perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Kind of like everything yes. has its place to clean and clutter, um, you you know, and you like rituals. Like, I don't know, at home, if maybe when you're cleaning or you have a certain day that you want to clean or you organize and you do these things, you like to kind of ritualize or or make routines out of the things that... Um, I love lists. You need to do. Yeah. So this is like disorder and you I need to I love order. Yeah. So this is pulling in with that Capricorn from your rising, but also that's how... You feel nurtured, you feel safe, you feel so quick, okay, I have to do this, I I know I need to do this, I need to do this. And you probably, the people in your life that are around, they see, they might not always appreciate that, but it's coming from a place of love. That's how you're showing that you're concerned or you're involved or because you're trying to help them be organized or you're trying to figure out the best way for them to do something or so it's... I'm going to remind my kids uh, that. Exactly, right? <laughs> you really, we wanting you to be organized is a sign of love exactly. for you. When your room exactly. looks like a tornado. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that is how you express your mood. And then at the same time, you would also love if someone was doing that for you or made a list like, oh, here's a list of, I don't know, the best restaurants or the best places yes. to do this. You you would like that. It's I kind would. of like, how you, yeah. So this is how you show uh, your love and nurturance and also how you would feel safe and how you, you'd like to manage your emotions and like your, um, and your physical needs. So being organized is, and, you know, everything clear and well laid out 
um, is a is a is a safety for you. You know, I dated a guy uh, earlier this year who, when we'd talk, he'd write things down, he'd mm-hmm. take notes on our conversation, so he wouldn't forget. I'm like, oh, oh, that like is that. so it's sexy. <laughs> I love it. That was no, I'm not gonna lie, Nicole. It made me feel away. Yeah, you were like, okay, show me the list. Show me. Yes, the list. I'm like, can I see the questions you wrote down? <laughs> and so moving into that, so your Venus sign, which is so great, I think, for when you're starting over after divorce and all the the shit is has fallen down from the fan, and you are ready to pick up the pieces and put them back together. Knowing your Venus sign, because Venus is the planet of pleasure, but it also, so it rules your relationships. I already like the Venus sign. (laughs) Right, You had me at pleasure, Nicole. (laughs) I'm sure the listener's like, okay, this is what we got to really talk about now. Okay, so this this is like a game changer. When I kind of put these pieces together, yeah, I was like, just like mind blown, like revelation. So Venus also rules your your values, what you hold dear, what you place importance on. So it's relationships, it's also your style, uh, beauty, your the divine feminine. So it's what you hold dear. So looking at your, your Venus sign tells how you are in relationships how you are, what, how I'm you so feel, curious people, what you're going to say, how you, <laughs> how you feel your Venus is also in Aquarius. Interesting. Yeah. So your Venus is in Aquarius. So it's in your sun sign. And so this is, this is going to draw you to the unique things in people, the mm-hmm. oddballs. You're going to be like, I like he's something's different about him. Something's quirky. Something's unique. He's a little he's not like everybody else. I am interested. I'm intrigued. And there's also Venus and Aquarius. It's also um, you have got to have some type of intellectual stimulation. There's got to be this mind connection, like a six pack. Chewy chats. I call them chewy chats. I have to be chewy (laughs) chats with people. Exactly. You need to have a mental stimulation. It starts there. It starts there. And you preferably need to be friends first, build a friendship, build this connection. I'm realizing this, this fourth, well, fifth year into divorce, that that might be the strategy I need to start focusing on for romantic partners. Can you be my friend? Yeah. Being a friend, building that connection, um, sharing kind of these common bonds and it'll grow from there, but it's definitely going to start, you know, in the mind, in the head, in the, you know, this intellectual simulation. If you can't have a conversation with them, if you can't have like chewy chat, deep, deep and exchange ideas and, and it's, it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be anything long-term, you know, it could be something else, but if, you know, for something sustainable long-term, it's definitely going to have to start out with that mental connection. So anything that, um, and for you, freedom is essential in your relationships, not freedom to like be in an open relationship, but freedom to be you. I would because you are also, that though, actually. Yeah, I would. I mean, I mean, yeah, because you're an Aquarius. Because so I am all an Aquarius and I'm out of the box. It's all and about I'm, innovating and, yeah. you know, maybe finding something that bigger. works. Yeah, I'd be, yeah, I would, exactly. depending on who it was with, clearly, but I would yeah. consider it. Oh, well, yeah. So that's the freedom, but the freedom, um, not only to be an open relationship or to, but the freedom to be you in all of your glory and all of your uniqueness. And that's and to be- why I got divorced because I did not yes. feel free. 
Well, several reasons why there's not just one, but that was definitely a a factor. I didn't feel free in that relationship. And that is so important to me now. If you can't take all of this, which (laughs) it's not going to work out long term. And and I should be able to take of all of whoever I'm with, right? Mm -hmm. All of them. Otherwise that's not fair to that person either. Yeah, exactly. So this, um, yeah, so that is like an essential, you know, deal breaker. You have got to be able to be free and to express yourself and to be all the wonderful, juicy deliciousness that you are. You need someone that can handle that and, you know, the freedom to, to do that and express that. Um, can Swiss men handle that? Maybe I should be moving. I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't advise it. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Oh, hilarious. Okay. Scratch. <laughs> I haven't had luck with the Midwest men yet. So, you know, I thought maybe the Swiss guys could help me out, but I guess that's not going to happen. It's okay, Nicole. Nice thing about the Venus. So you're not one to like quickly jump into a relationship, but once again, once you have decided that this is something you want to pursue, you can stick with it as long as they are able to keep up and value and honor like your quirkiness, your individuality. And as long as those things keep running, um, then yeah, you can, you can be in it to win it. Last thing, just the, like the shadow. So there's always like the, the, the light and a little bit of a dark of each side. So, and with the Venus here, like I mentioned uh, before, I think that you could have such a global outlook and be looking so out that sometimes you forget the people that are closest to you. So sometimes your partner could feel a little bit forgotten. Um, yeah, forgotten or overlooked. All right. So that those are your, your big three and your Venus placement. So when working with someone like, for example, mm-hmm. the listener, you would yeah. get their information. You would go through exactly what you did with me today. And then mm-hmm. you would create, you, you, you create, what do you do with that then as, as a coach or? Yeah. So I created um, something I call my 3S method Ooh. with... And Yummy. Yeah, it kind of puts <laughs> all my talents and my passions together. And it's a, a toolkit that I use to bring myself um, back to life um, after divorce. So the three S's are the stars, which we just talked about, astrology, um, self-love, and then style. So the that's the basis for um, any work I do with the client. And I start with your birth chart. So what you've given me, your birthday, your birth time, your birthplace. We start with that. And this is a, a quick overview. I um, know, look at your chart and we kind of analyze lots of things. Um, it, just, it takes me about 10 days. I look at it. I And then, I, then afterwards, we'll talk about it. But I also send the clients about a 15 to 20 page. 15 to 20 document. page? Yeah, it's wow. a lot of information. Yeah, this was just like the... That is the, amazing. The, but so you really can look at it and walk away coming and knowing yourself, knowing some things that you might not have realized or because then there's, I mean, there's a whole nother layer to it. There's aspects, there's how the planets are talking and moving in your chart that kind of create different things. So I look at all of that and put it together for you. And then I, we talk about it, obviously. But then from there, that informs the rest of the S's. So the next part would be the self-love. I call them self-love sessions. And based on what I see in your chart, because, you know, going through a divorce or any type of traumatic life change, your self-confidence takes a hit, your self-esteem, and you a lot of times need to be bolstered back up to remember who you are and to, you know, 
you know, get back to that happy place. So we do some self-love sessions where we're kind of figuring out your next steps, where you want to be, what kind of life you want to create, how you want to move forward. And, um, and I give you some tools and steps to help you there, help you get back, um, to where you want to or align with where you want to go. Um, and the last bit, which is the, the fun part, it's like after we've done this kind of inner work and gotten all these things together, now you need to start showing up for the life you want to create, for the person you want to be, for the partners you want to attract. And that's where my years of working in the fashion industry come into play um, and being a stylist. And I also refer back to your chart. I'll look at your Venus sign, your rising sign, your sun sign. And I come up with what I call your signature star style. Oh, Um, fascinating. Yeah. 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 So all of that just based on your chart. And I always start, I ask the clients um, to give me three icons, fashion icons, celebrities. And normally, um, I would say 75% of the time, at least one, if not all of the people they they um, name have some similar traits. They're either the rising sign, the Venus sign. So they're already kind of unknowingly, unconsciously drawn to this style for a certain reason. And then we go from there, we get in alignment with their lifestyle, their career, what they need to actually be dressing for and doing in their life. And then I shop for them and get them, you know, sorted so that they're stepping out, looking the part of this new, this inner work that they've done. So their insides and the outsides are matching up together so they can, you know, take that next step in style and confidence. So basically you're the ultimate divorced fairy godmother is what I'm hearing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I didn't say it, but I will take that. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Thank you. I I received that. Don't you want, listener, don't you want Nicole to wave her wand and just, I mean, bibbity bobbity, what would it be the astrological term be? I don't know. Um, (laughs) No, it's, 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 and it's fascinating every time because it's really um, a bespoke process. No, I've never had one client that is like another client. Oh, of course not. Because it all starts with your chart. So that's what leads me and directs me. It's so intimate and personal. It's very very intimate. And I um, take it as a great privilege and an honor whenever I get to work and look at someone's chart because it is very, it's everything is in there. When I say everything, I mean, everything is in there. It's like, oh, I'm getting this is, this conversation is just <laughs> fascinating. Okay. Quickly. I know we're wrapping up, but what would be like for what you read about me today, what would be a shoe I should wear? Should I have like a real chunky heel so I don't fall on my face? Well, let's see. Hold on. You're curious. <laughs> well, the curious. They like to do something different out of the box. Like I, you're, you're not, gonna not out of the box, honey. No? They are so no. basic. They are like the most basic thing about my wardrobe. Cause I like comfort. Well, there's comfort and out of the box. It doesn't okay. have to be a stiletto. I'm going to work on that. It could be a, a sparkly, you know, flat or, you know, there's, but there's so many, but something that's quirky. It doesn't have to be a, a stiletto. So that'll, I mean, I love heels, but every, I know that every, and as I'm getting older, I'm like, well, my knees are like, uh, maybe you need to put these heels down. Um, so it's, it's could be a, a boot, a booty or something like, a you booty. know, something. A booty yeah, wink. Booty. I do like a yeah. good booty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so many different things, but something that is quirky or interesting. Okay. Unique. Well, I'm so, going to work on my quirky booties. <laughs> And the listener is going to go to the show notes because in the show notes, I am going to have the article. I'm going to have your website. I'm going to have all your Instagram information, all of your social media information. And also you wrote a book 
called Making a Stylish Exit, which we all want to do after divorce, Nicole. Hello. Um, and just yeah. a quick uh, little snapshot about your book before we say our goodbyes. Yeah, the book, um, well, it was a dream come true. I've always wanted to write a book. And this, shall I say, this material just kind of fell into my lap um, after the divorce. And, you know, just getting myself back out there, you know, realizing that, you know, now I'm 40 something and dating is a whole a new thing. You know, there were no dating apps, there were no smartphones, you know, all of this stuff the last time I was single. Plus now I'm living in a different country and they have languages to deal with and contend with. So it, the book is, um, it's funny. That's what and I, I, I read it. that it's like, comedic. Yeah, it's funny. I had my requirement for a person being included in this book is that there, there has to be a fun, the story has to have some laughs in there because so there's a little set. vignettes of yeah, there is each chapter is um, a different uh, date I went on, a different encounter with it. So they're a short story, so you can, you know, pick up the book and read at any chapter. And it's just the the hilariousness of dating in your 40s in a different country. There's a little bit of sex in the city because my background is in fashion. So I do talk about my clothes and uh, how I get dressed and what I wear. And then just the, um, the stories of, you know, navigating this, you know, dating post-divorce and a lot of online dating because that's what I mostly do here in Switzerland. Um, thanks to the apps or else I would be sitting home alone. Um, so yeah, just navigating online divorce at, you know, I mean, online dating at, at you know, 40 something in a, in a different country. So yeah, it's, a, it's an adventure. Well, you are the ultimate one-stop shop to life after divorce. So I'm excited for the listener to meet you, to follow you. Thank you so much for this enlightening conversation. I know that I am going to lean more into all the yummy goodness that the stars have to offer. And again, this conversation absolutely reinforces, like I knew it would, how exciting it is to think bigger after yes. divorce. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I want to thank Nicole again for such a fascinating chat. Lots to think about, lots to to process after that, <laughs> I'm wondering, are you curious about what stylish shoe is attached to your astrological sign? Well, I'm going to share that happy surprise now. So Nicole, she is going to do an Instagram live with us this Friday, November 10th at noon central standard time. And she's going to talk about astrology, fashion, and first dates and how they all come together. I know. So I want you to be part of this conversation. So join us bring your questions on Friday. Plus, I know one more fun thing. She is going to give away one of her books, Making a Stylish Exit at the Live. So join us on Friday, November 10th, noon, Central Standard Time, and be part of this fun. And if you are not following me yet on Instagram, please do so at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. You'll also find me on TikTok, Facebook, and Pinterest. It is time to end this fantastical episode with one of your burning questions. And this week's question is coming from Beverly. Here's her question. Hey, Sadie, this is Beverly from Fenton, Michigan. I have a question. What keeps you motivated every single day? Beverly. Beverly is my buddy from Instagram. We've known each other for years now. She's such a good person. Okay. I would say what motivates me every day is doing this podcast. It gives me focus. It gives me purpose, so much purpose and gobs of inspiration. And it's also such a great creative outlet for me. I am just having so much fun with all the social media. And Mike is too, right, friend? Yes, he says yes. 
And also, I think what motivates me is every day I feel can bring what I like to call happy surprises or small wins. And after divorce, I really focus on those little things that keep me going. And I also am motivated by meeting really cool people. As I've shared many times, I have a business and I get to photograph some of the most inspiring humans who have done incredible things, things I will never do, but I love photographing them. I'm going to share this again. I know I I shared it at the beginning of the episode, but I just, I want to say to you that your support, you know, getting notes from you on social media about questions I pose or quotes that I share or episodes that I've done are just such a gift and so uplifting and so motivating for me. And even doing these playful, silly, out of the box Instagram live game nights, they really motivate me. I love them. I love the the interaction. I love, you know, my guests and I have so much fun on them and so many people jump on and, and we have a great time together and they always give me a boost. So thank you for being such an incredible source of motivation for me every day. Divorce is such an opportunity to find a new purpose. And I'd love to hear from you where you are at on that journey in your life, because I want to support you. You've been such a gift to me, really. I mean, I I can't thank you enough. And I would love to support you in discovering what your new purpose is after divorce. Or if you've discovered it, I'd love to learn about it. So DM me. I want to hear it. I want to hear your your sense of purpose too and what motivates you. All right. We're feeling all the feels with this burning question today. Thanks again, Beverly. I'm going to send you your little something in the mail. And be sure to ask me your burning question if you haven't yet. I've gotten so many delicious burning questions. I can't wait to share more with you next week on the podcast. And now it feels like, of course, the perfect time to give you the clue for next week's episode. (laughs) It makes me giggle. The clue is, it's not a hard baguette. (laughs) It's not a hard baguette. What's it going to be? You'll have to listen next week and look for clues on social media at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. And I will just say it's a topic I've never talked about before on the podcast. I know listen in. And on that playful note, I want you to enjoy all of your star power and more this week and definitely join Nicole and me on Friday for this creative Instagram live. I sure hope to see you then. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and be sure to subscribe, rate, and of course, review the podcast. And I want you to be part of this playful life after divorce community by following me on Instagram and Facebook at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Be sure to also visit my website, divorcedandhappy.net, to download Sadie's Eight Tips to Happiness, and you'll also find all of my podcast episodes on my website as well. If you found value in today's episode, or if you've been listening to the podcast for some time now, consider being an official sponsor. Just email contact at divorcedandhappy.net to learn more about this tasty opportunity. And speaking of tasty, you can also treat me to a cup of coffee. It's simple. Just visit buymeacoffee.com backslash Sadie Marie, and you can buy me a cup or two online, and I think Thank you in advance for your support. Again, I'm your host, Sadie Marie, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next spicy episode. Until then, be sure to treat yourself to some delicious act two fun.